0: Hey, what's up, y'all? Alan Kenny, host of Blayton Homers and Podcast, part of Crimson and Cream Machine on the SB Nation network of podcasts. Uh, it's time for our next round of picks trying not to suck for the 2020 season. Uh, so let's go ahead. Welcome on the Skinny to talk with us uh, about uh, how he sees the next week playing out. So, Skin man, what's going on?
1: Oh, you know, smarting a little bit from that uh, week one spanking I took with these picks. But, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get it right here in week two
0: yeah last week uh I, I ended up going uh four and0 my fifth pick uh involved Houston who <laughs> missed their fourth game and I believe they're not playing again this week so uh but I, I went four and0 last week skinny went two and three uh I hit on uh Central Florida minus seven and a half um let's see here georgia state plus 17 notre dame Lane the 25 and a half and navy plus seven uh you had uh, oklahoma state minus 23 and a half that didn't that's a no-go duke uh they were favored lost outright louisville lost outright uh you also had nd and you also had navy all right so going into this week uh i've got a a two-game lead or so uh let's go ahead we'll go ahead and get started here and uh, then at the end of the uh end of the uh episode we'll talk a little bit about uh, how we see, see things playing out for ou this week against kansas state but let's jump right in uh skinny i'll go ahead and let you uh let you start us off what's your first game
1: all right. I'm, I'm starting out here in the, uh, I'm going to be a little ACC heavy this week, but, um, I'm looking at, I know, I know I'm looking at Georgia tech going into Syracuse. Um, you know, obviously Georgia tech's kind of coming off that bad beat. Uh, and you know, I think, you know, obviously last week that was a good call on your part to living off of a win that, that probably wasn't what we expected. Um, you know, and then you look at Syracuse. I know, uh, you know, Tommy DeVito is is out. Um, but actually, his backup, Culpepper, you know, statistically played pretty well last week. Uh, you know, I'm going to take Q's at home uh, by more than a touchdown. They're getting eight points.
0: All right. So let's see here. That's Syracuse plus eight. All right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think Georgia Tech's particularly good, but man, Syracuse is also really bad. I looked a long time at that one, but I just couldn't come up with the side there um all right so skinny's on Q's plus eight okay I will go ahead I'm gonna go this is a popular one with just about everybody but I'm gonna go ahead and get on board with uh, Kentucky plus seven and a half at Auburn uh, I just don't think that the gap between those two teams is that big um, I'm not in love with Bo Nix. I think that he—it's uh, a—it ni- was kind of a nice story, but I don't think he's a great quarterback. Kentucky's just—you uh, know—they're—they're they're really solid. I'm sure that they'll defend pretty well, keep this game close. I don't know if they'll end up winning, but uh, I like if you're going to give me seven and a half here, I'll take it with the Wildcats.
1: Yeah, that line does seem a little odd to me too. I—I I don't know. I guess that's just why – i don't know. I think the fact everybody's on it just makes me a little. Uh... A little hesitant, but yeah, if I was going, I would go I'd go the, with the Wildcats.
0: All right, so that's Kentucky plus seven and a half. What's your second game?
1: Oh man, this these first couple of weeks, these slates of games. Um, Louisville, <laughs> Louisville. I'm looking at Louisville again. Uh, going to Pitt. Um, you know, I think Louisville. You know, again, pretty good offensively. Pitt. Uh, you know, pretty good defensively you know and then on kind of the other side of the ball uh, louisville got torched uh we'll see if that's just because uh king and miami are really good on offense or not but um you know I, I i i'm gonna go ahead and take louisville uh plus two and a half on the road here
0: ah i've got it actually at plus three uh wow and did it move
1: since i yeah
0: you know what too I'm going to go the opposite way on this one. I, this is one of mine also. Oh, okay, Corso. Yeah. <laughs> like, not so fast. I've, I like the Panthers here. I like Pitt. Uh, for one thing, I like their new quarterback there, uh, Kenny Pickett. Um, and then I've also, you know, I've, I've paid attention to their past couple games, watching and looking at the box scores and whatnot. They've left a ton of points on the field. Um, you know, they've had cases where, you know, they've thrown like an end zone interception or they've missed a field goal, you know? I mean, and you look at how Syracuse, I mean, they barely, Syracuse barely moved the ball on them last week. Trust me. I don't think Pitt's some kind of juggernaut or anything like that, but it's a solid team. Uh, I was, didn't like what I saw <laughs> at Louisville last week either. So I'm going to go ahead. I'll lay the three with the Panthers. Uh, and so we've, we've got a head to head here. This is going to, uh, this is going to be big down the stretch. Yeah,
1: I know. I need this one.
0: All right. So, give me your. What's your next one? All right. Another another game. Everyone's going to be watching.
1: Um, Looking at Kansas. Yes, Kansas going to Baylor. Uh, You know, it's it's interesting with Kansas. Like it seems every year. Like I looked going back to twenty fifteen. You know, it seems like they lose to some awful. (laughs) No offense to Coastal Carolina, because they're probably better than people think. Team, you know, whether it's it's uh, State. Or Coastal Carolina twice, or North Dakota State, uh, you know, and then they come back to be well, you know, in the past couple of years, at least somewhat respectable um, in in Big Twelve play. I mean, maybe Kansas? that's being t- maybe that's being too kind, but I mean, I mean, I guess they're not. Let me put it this way: they they don't end up being as bad as you think after that first, you know, just kind of really ugly loss. I guess is more my point.
0: Yeah, that's, um, that's being very charitable, but <laughs> okay, I,
1: I, I admit it, it, I, I might be stretching here, but, but re- regardless, um, Kansas has played a game. Baylor has not. Uh, and, and I just don't think much of what Baylor is going to be this year. So I'll go ahead and take Kansas getting the seventeen and a half on the road.
0: Wow. You know what? We're actually in agreement here. This is one of mine also. And I'm also going to take the points with the Jayhawks for just about all the reasons, honestly, that you, la- uh, laid out there. Um, you know Baylor's had a couple games pushed back or canceled they've had some you know issues with just getting personnel actually out on the field uh you know and I mean they're learning new systems on both sides of the ball all those guys that they had on defense last year they're all gone and I mean Kansas played really poorly you know I actually watched them play Coastal Carolina just because it was one of those late games that was actually on uh and I mean they were so bad in the first half in the second half they actually I mean looked like they maybe had it a little bit more together so I'll go ahead and uh, this is as much as anything else though I'm just fading Baylor at this point so go ahead I'll take the points also with the Jayhawks um all right. What is your fourth pick?
1: All right, going back to the ACC, I'm looking at Florida that Florida State Miami game. Um, you know, again, uh, obviously Miami impressed last week. Uh, you know, and Florida State is just in all kinds of disarray with with Mike Norvell being out, losing to Georgia Tech. Um, you know, not much to like there this week. On the other hand, I, I kinda just I, I, I'm not sure what if what we saw with Miami is is, you know, indicative of how they're going to be this year or how good they are. Um, you know, Florida State still has some decent talent. I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and take Florida State the road dog getting eleven.
0: Wow, here's another one where we're in agreement. Yep, I'm also going to take the Noles plus 11. Uh, keep in mind, folks, that we don't share our picks before we do this. So, uh, you know, if there's any agreement here, it's pure coincidence. But I, I'm also I'm also on the Noles. I honestly, I just don't believe that the differences in the rosters of these two teams is... 11 points you know i mean i just don't i don't see it and on top of that uh you know miami's had some some success with really big plays i think if you can kind of limit that they might have a harder time moving the ball on your on you um you know i don't i, th- I think miami's gonna win this game but 11 points to me is just too many i'd also maybe you know if you're if you like totals i'd look at the under here because uh it could be it, it could end up being a little bit more of a slugfest than people think
1: yeah, it, it kind of just feels like a game where Miami stock might be a little too high right now.
0: Yeah, well they've you know they've had two nationally televised games and blown teams out. You know I mean yeah it could be, could be all right. What's your fifth pick?
1: All right, I'm go, uh, gonna go back to the Big Twelve here. I'm looking at Iowa State uh, going to Fort Worth to play TCU. Uh, obviously, what we saw from Iowa State Week One uh, wasn't wasn't overly uh, impressive, but You know, I still think, you know, and again, Brock Purdy is probably not what we we maybe had envisioned. But, you know, I still think Iowa State's decent. You know, again, this is one where I don't think a lot of TCU. And then again, this is another matchup where you have a team that's played a game versus a team that has not. So I will take Iowa State uh, as the two and a half point uh, road favorite.
0: Yeah, that's one that I looked at also really closely, and and I'd be with you if I'm playing that. There, I'm gonna go ahead and lay it with Iowa State. I feel like, as you know, as disappointing as Week One was for them, I feel like maybe people are over, you know, kind of uh, overemphasizing that a little bit too much when you consider just everything that was going on around it, and you know, not having Charlie Kohler playing and whatnot. I, I mean, so I, I'm a, I'd be on board with that one. Um, but my final pick, uh, number five, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Mississippi State plus 18 at LSU. Uh, it's Mike Leach's team's debut in the SEC. Uh, you know, this is, a to me, another pick where I'm looking at, at kind of fading a team that's had a ton of turnover. And yes, I realize the irony when you're talking about an entirely new coaching staff taking over Mississippi State. But I mean, LSU, everybody who was was anybody on that team last year, for the most part, is gone, including on the coaching staff. You know, I mean, they've been changing up the defensive scheme, changing up what they're... Well, probably not changing what they're doing on offense so much, but, you know, Joe Brady's gone now, you know, changes at quarterback. I just... 18 points you know for a Mike leach team that can kind of they can score in the past has been able to score pretty quickly to me that's just too many. I'll go ahead and take the points with uh, the Bulldogs although I don't I don't see Mississippi state winning this game.
1: yeah actually that's a nice little pick I mean Mike Leach is the perfect coach if you you know if you want a program that can go seven and five yeah you know something like that every year and be competitive well Mike Leach will get it done and he gets it done early
0: yeah Um, yeah yeah that's one thing i mean i think that part of that is is like you know his offense isn't that uh complex really you know and i mean they they do so they do a few things really really well and uh so you know i mean i think that that makes it maybe a little bit easier to install uh so you know they can kind of hit the ground running there and he's got a experienced quarterback although it's not a guy who necessarily is experienced in his scheme you know i mean If there's one guy who can figure out what he wants in a quarterback, it's probably Leach, you know. All right, so let's uh, recap real quick here. My five this week, I'm taking Kentucky plus 7.5, Pitt minus 3, Kansas plus 17.5, FSU plus 11, and Mississippi State plus 18. Skinny is going with uh, Syracuse plus 8. He's also taking KU plus 17.5. He likes Louisville plus 3. Uh, He's also on the Florida State plus 11 at Miami, and he's uh, going with Iowa State minus two and a half. Uh, Just as a reminder, we pick five games every week, and what we're going for here is at the end of the year, we tally them all up, whoever has the best record overall. So uh, let's uh, move on now to talking about – Oklahoma's matchup this weekend with Kansas State. Uh, A lot of scuttlebutt (laughs) heading into this that they wouldn't even play because it sounds like Kansas State has had some serious uh, contact tracing issues. Um, But all signs at this point, as of Thursday night, are pointing to uh, the Wildcats making the trip to Norman. Uh, You know, technically, for I guess this is a revenge game for OU. Uh, Sooners are big favorites here. 28 points. I don't know. I mean, you know, what are your thoughts here on this one?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess first of all, I was going to say, can I just, you know, can we count as a win if they just play the game, right? But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, I, yeah, hard to say. I mean, we've seen a limited amount from both teams, and, and particularly with OU, I mean, you know, what we saw uh, looked pretty good, right? Um, uh, but yeah, this this seems like a, a, a big line, and I know, you know, you have to factor in uh, what's everything that's going on with K- Kansas State and the, the COVID issues, but you know, who knows what will happen on the OU side of that equation as well. Um, I, you know, I and, and then, you know, K-State just always seems to give OU a bit of trouble. So, you know, I guess if I was going to pick this that big a number, I, I I guess I would pick OU. But this is this is a game I would stay away from.
0: Yeah. You know, I've been back and forth. And I, I mean, I kind of look at it the same way you, you do. Um, you know, one thing that seems to be kind of floating around out there is that kansas state has you know uh, just been decimated in the secondary that they've only got a few scholarship players left for this game or they'll only have a few available i don't know if that's true or not i wouldn't think though that that's something that you'd want to that that's a position where you'd want to have any kind of issues like that going up against oklahoma um, but we've also seen. I mean, Kansas State they play that they play real slow. They kind of like to grind. They they like to grind drives out. Um, you know, watching their first game against Arkansas State, obviously. Uh, the Rebels had a lot of uh, success, you know, throwing to Jay Adams or Joe Adams or Jay Adams, whatever they call him, Adams, on the outside. Big guy who was uh, going one-on-one with their corners a lot, and they had a lot of success going there. But, uh, you know, one thing that I saw was I saw some big guys of Kansas, on Kansas State's team, too. I mean, you know, their new tight end, uh, he's a transfer he's I mean he's a big you know strong guy kind of a matchup issue Briley Moore they've got a receiver named Trebaston Taylor Chabastain Chabastin who uh is a, another big guy real tall you know can get out there and uh, win some one-on-one matchup is matchups. so you know I mean this they could give OU some problems but um you know the other thing that stuck out about the OU about uh, pardon me, Kansas State's first game against Arkansas State was they had a real hard time blocking uh, Arkansas State's defensive line. Um, so you know it wouldn't shock me if uh, OU finds a, some uh, opportunities to really tee off on Skylar Thompson here with the pass rush. Uh, I mean, to me, it's a stay away. I think I would honestly just based on all the issues that we're hearing about for the secondary for Kansas State. I mean I'd be tempted to lay it with OU but I mean I don't think it's it's not a play that I'd have a lot of conviction in
1: yeah if they said OU's gonna have uh Anton Harrison back this week
0: yes I I think they are right yeah he'll be uh he'll be playing for what I understand I mean you know a lot of the guys that were gone will be back from what I understand so you know OU feels like they're in pretty good shape from just just based on what I'm hearing
1: yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they'll do at uh, full strength or, or close to full strength. So
0: right, you know, one of the things that was kind of surprising about the Missouri State game, you know, it's easy to kind of, uh, you know, you don't want to you don't want to make mountains out of molehills, but you know, at times the offensive line looked out of sync, uh, and you know, part of that was you know what they were doing there at left tackle. Yeah, that, uh, so, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean. Uh, you know kansas state does have some pass rushers like wyatt hubert out there so you know you got to kind of that that is one place where OU's going to have to uh you know can't really afford to slip up a lot but you know uh i i do think we're we're both thinking that OU wins this weekend
1: yeah yeah i i think in the end it's, it's pretty comfortable
0: right did you watch any of uh the osu tulsa game you know,
1: I couldn't. Um, but I, from what I hear, it was uh, it was ugly.
0: Ooh, yeah, man, those teams. I mean, they just both looked really bad. Uh, you know, Oklahoma State. I guess you know they have a you know with Spencer Sanders out, they eventually went to this freshman in the second half, and he didn't look so bad. But before that, I mean, they couldn't they couldn't block Tulsa at all, man. I mean, it was it was bad
1: yeah and it will be interesting to see like how many of these early performances are you know well we'll see how you know what teams rosters look like going forward but how many of these early games you know like the, this osu performance were just you know kind of covid related and a matter of not having you know a full camp little you know a spring let alone a full fall camp with everyone together and and um it, you know it's hard to know how much to read into them but uh, for OSU and, and the big 12 in general, just a, a putrid start.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't, has not been good. Has not been good. Uh, anything else you're watching this week? Are you uh, excited to see, uh, the sec back in action?
1: Yeah. I mean, why not? Like we need some more games. We need some more teams playing. So sure. I mean, none of these matchups are exactly, um, Oh, you know, are, are that exciting, you know, but, um, of course, yeah. Who, you know, who wouldn't want to see, uh, more football right
0: yeah and uh you know Big Ten's coming back you know your boys up there Pac-12 sounds like they're going to be back too although that just sounds like a nightmare some of the stuff they're doing like Colorado can't practice for two weeks and stuff like that
1: yeah you know it's it's funny it, it just tells you where the Pac-12 is now because I actually hadn't heard that until just now and I was looking on ESPN uh, and they, they they were coming back in November like I mean, who, no one's talking about the Pac-12, right? I mean,
0: right, yeah. I mean, the, the only time they're talking about them is when they're like, man, nobody's talking about the Pac-12. We're <laughs> <exactly. laughs> Like, what an afterthought they are, you know? I mean, Trump did his big uh, campaign to get the Big Ten back on the field. Not a word about the Pac-12, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It uh it's kind of a sad state of affairs out west, so. All right, man. Well, best of luck this weekend, man. Thanks so much for uh, coming on, man. Yeah,
1: well, you know, it, it, not the most exciting slate of games again, but um, at least this week we have OU playing, so that that helps.
0: Right, right, yeah. So or hopefully you know, playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, as, as far as we know, there will be so. All right, well, thanks so much to uh, The Skinny for joining us, as he does every week for Picks Trying Not to Suck thanks to y'all for joining us too uh make sure to rate review subscribe wherever it is you get your podcast give us a five-star review out there help people find uh all this great podcasting content that we're giving giving you every week and uh for the blatant homers and podcasts i'm alan Kenny. take it easy